You know what I love? What? Titties. Podcasting. I do too. And titties. And titties. In yeah. which order? You know what I like the most? Cake farts. Cake farts. Oh, you took it. <laughs> you interrupted my sound. I know. I'm I had sorry, one guys. shot. Were well, we recording it? Yeah, I hit record and then I tried to crack it and you said cake farts. Yeah. Oh, did you really? Yeah. Have you seen cake farts? Yeah. So we're. Okay. <laughs> but, like, we're, remember, I'm the king of editing, so we can say whatever we damn well please. Like cake farts. But a good opener matters. Welcome to season one, episode four. We're doing season. How are we doing seasons? I figured twelve episodes. Why? Yeah, but like that seems kind of arbitrary. We're just gonna run it, right? But the idea of seasons just makes it funny. <laughs> like at one point, I'll be like, "Welcome to season two. And you'll be like, "What? This is season two. <laughs> season one ended a week ago. I know. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the funny bit is we gotta like because it's been like two weeks. Like, I, like we gotta make the shortest gap between podcasts between season one. And, and season I think two. at one point we should just skip to season four <laughs> and be like, "Listen, we'll release season three when we feel like it. Yeah. We actually never recorded. Well, we just three. refer to it as the dark season. Yeah, the dark season. <laughs> it, that that is the darkest. Season. That was the darkest yeah. timeline. <laughs> This is the darkest timeline. We all wore beards and we can never speak of it. Yes. Actually, season three should just be all the outtakes, all the stuff we had to cut out. Yeah, we should do that. And we just never... We'll call it... No, we never release it. No. We'll call it season three, release the archives. Sorry, I'm trying to go through the things you wanted to talk about tonight. Oh, I fucking hate everybody. I'm profiling everybody, broad brush everybody who puts eyelashes or fucking reindeer noses on their cars ever my dad does why it. why did this come up and i make fun of him mercilessly because i'm i get cut off what i uh, your nose is making nose noises yeah you did that <laughs> anyway i get cut off on the highway today or yesterday or whenever that was like this car just it's like a big Honda Pilot and it just swerves in front of me. I'm not even in the left lane. I was in the middle lane and this Honda Pilot swerves in front of me from the right lane. I'm like, what the fuck move was that? And I swung around it. And of course, it's got eyelashes on the headlights. And I was like, I hate you. I hate you because you cut me off. I hate you because you have head or eyelashes on your headlights. But because you have like those things lead into one another. You think so? Yes, because people with eyelashes on their cars are always bad drivers because they're women. Uh, no. <laughs> no, that was that's now, not fair. that's misogynist. What about reason. what about truck nuts? Where do you oh god, those that? are even worse. Oh, the new thing that military guys like to do that drives me up the fucking wall is there's a, a hitch cover now that's a claymore. No. The front towards enemy, all that oh my god, dude. No. It like half the freaking Marines in the parking lot now, like when I'm there, have claymore like trailer hitch covers and it just, just makes so like openly hostile it though. makes me want to oh i don't even know what it makes me want it makes, makes me want to merge in traffic without looking <laughs> <laughs> it makes me want to put a claymore under their truck 
It makes me want to. That's not fair. Cut my wrist horizontally instead of vertically. Or cry for help. Yeah. Mm, sad. Have you seen that uh, that study though, where like the people most susceptible to road rage are people like who put bumper stickers and shit on their car? Oh, actually, this was something I was going to talk about in I have road rage. Yeah. With 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 like the truck nuts and the claymores and those stupid bumper stickers and eyelashes. That is a white people thing. Really? Yeah. One no, of my, I've seen black people. One of, well, okay. Predominantly. Like, obviously. Bumper fine. stickers, definitely. It's, I'll meet well, you at predominantly. And that's the one that my one of my black friends, mm-hmm. I don't, I'm not going to come up with a name for him right now. We all know him. My Navy buddy. Roger. Yeah. Uh-huh. Roger. Sure. Roger. He pointed that out. He's like, you know, bumper stickers are a white people thing, right? And I had never thought about this shit in my life. And it is 100% true. Yeah. That's a white people stereotype that makes perfect fucking sense. You know what I'm picturing? The people that get the family caricatures on the back of their van. Ugh. It's the or, worst. No, the worst are the the plays on that. Where it's like a stick figure family getting attacked by like Godzilla or UFOs. Or like the guys who put guns and it's like, you have your family, I have mine. It's like, why are you so aggressive, dude? We're on the road. <laughs> My other Jeep is a spaceship. <laughs> Do you work for NASA? <laughs> but like, yeah, no, you're the, just a faggot. The theory. Sorry. <laughs> I like it. No, that's that's a fair. It's a fair statement. Yo, can we do that? It's the Louis C.K. version. We can do that. After last People episode, we can clearly do that. <laughs> Why can we clearly do that? I didn't say anything disparaging about it. Neither did I. I use it. I use it in a different way. There are two different uses. Dale's not on board. All right, Dale, recover, and we're going to continue. What else? Um, we're gonna we're gonna be labeled as an alt right podcast. We should interview Jordan Peterson for we sure. We should be control alt right <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Boo! <laughs> um, it's just like whenever I said uh, Millie Bobby Brown's an eleven. No, on the hotness scale. We're not. <laughs> <laughs> it was really funny, but terrible. <laughs> it's a dad joke. But the theory is that, like, the people who put all this shit on their car, like, view it as an extension of themselves. Right. So that, like, when you cut them off, they are, like, offended personally by the action that your car took. Did against their car. And you know what? It makes you want to do it more. Well, you're going to get shot. No. Oh. I told you that story, didn't I? Oh, yeah. You told me that story. Yeah, did I tell you my road rage story, Skylar? No. All right, so I was going home, and I was getting off the highway, and I was on one of the back roads, like, from, I don't know, I'm not going to say roads, but, like, I'm on this back road, and it's, like, hilly and kind of windy. There are no passing areas, and I'm, like, safe following distance behind this truck, we're going down the road. We're doing 40 and a 35. So it's not like we're going 10 under or whatever. This car gets right up on me. Like, I couldn't even see his headlights in my rearview mirror. Like, on me. And he's, like, making these, like, waving gestures and whatever. Like, doing, like, throwing his hand. Like, just, I don't even know. I'm, like, I'm like 50 yards behind this truck in front of us. And we're already going five over. What the hell? He's trying to, like, weave out across the double yellow. But there are, like, oncoming cars. So we come down this hill to the stop sign. He tries to pass me, but there's no room. So we come to the stop. He gets out of his car. 
like gets out of his car to let and starts yelling at me. I'd be genuinely terrified. I'm in that. my car, <clears throat> well. windows rolled up, doors locked, and so I'm just sitting there. I'm in full uniform, by the way. Like I'm not mm. just yeah. And so I just reach over to my glove box. I take out my 45. I just kind of hold it up, check the mag, put it back in, just look at it, like do a brass check real quick, just check. I'm just sitting there like he gets back in his car and speeds off in the other direction. I didn't I didn't roll my windows down. I didn't brandish. I didn't do anything. But I was just like, hmm, yep, it's good. So he was going to come over. like He was ready you. to come fuck me up. But it's like, you don't know what the other. Uh, I literally had a gun. <laughs> like, why would you? Which you pulled out. Well, I didn't. But it's not like I like waved it out the car at him. Like, I just had it held up in front of me just so I could see it. Right. I wasn't, yeah. You're Frank Castle. I'm not Frank. If I was Frank Castle, I would have flattened his freaking car. <laughs> but no. My family. But no, it's just one of those things where I was just making it known to all parties. Like, I'm not interested in escalating. Yeah, you did the nose thing again. But like. The very deviated septum. Literally. Do not be alarmed. I'm Literally fine. got up to his car walking to my car. I'm like what it's the craziest experience i've had on the road i've never and i wasn't even like i was and i was behind this truck like it's not even like it was just me fucking with the guy people are insane it was nuts well, i just can't understand being that mad about it, like anything. anything right it was wild we live in a country where people love to be outraged over that is everything. true that is yeah especially around now like if you can be outraged You'll be outraged. Yeah, people make a hobby out of it. But like, oh yeah. But that's, that's why the thing is the like, worst. society now is like that. But like, road rage has been a thing since there have been cars. Yeah. Like there have been like documented cases going back to like Model Ts. You know what I mean? Like, Dude, that's. I, I told you about my idea though. What we need timeout areas on the highway. Like, <laughs> well, oh a, yeah, no, that's a, can truck, just pull that's a truck stop. You just, no, it's where no, you just pull over and you discuss. You the need situation. another blinker on your car. <laughs> like when someone does some shit to you, you hit the timeout button and you got to go over to the side and be like, "Hey, like." You cut me off right there. It's a bullshit maneuver. Dale assumes we live in a much more rational society. Yeah, and then the guy do. explains stuff. It's like, oh, dude, like be- I was like looking at a text. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I won't do it again. You'd be like, you should teach guidance cool, to high schoolers. Because here's what's going to happen. You're going to pull off and you're going to give an I statement where you're going to go, I felt That's exactly aggressive right. because you, you know what's going to happen. Off. Motherfuckers yes. are going to pull over there. And they're gonna beat the shit out of each no, other no, no, or no. shoot each other in you're the face. Creating a, you're, you're creating a station for people to get saved. You're gonna have referees there. Who's paying these people? Uh, fuck taxes. I don't give a fuck. So my tax, tax- dollars are going to murder. Have you seen stations. the roads? <laughs> we can't even afford to keep the roads up with taxes. Well, that's because have it's you not been a down route eight? Political issue. Like the reason roads don't get fixed is because everyone agrees the roads should get fixed, so no one argues for it. Yeah, but like. Nobody's going to be on board with this. People are just going to want to fight. Dude, I'm telling you, dude. The only people who could be referees there would be cops. Ooh, you know what? You may have just created the first fight club idea. Oh, yeah. That could also just... We could just have people fight. But to yeah, be fair, to always... be fair, I think our country needs to just fucking fight it out. It's a trial by combat. Just have get you, it out. None of you guys listen to Theo Vaughn, do you? No. no. He's been doing... He did a March Madness since March Madness started. Where it's uh, state wars, and it's just states facing off each- against each other to see who would win. And, like, that's basically what you're talking about. Just having it out. Yeah, that's what we need to do. Battle Royale. Yeah. Wait, isn't that 
just a civil war. Yeah, well, that's yeah. what he was talking about. He's like, we're basically headed towards civil war again. <laughs> yeah, but it's going to be really interesting because it's not like a cohesive group of states. It's like middle out. Yeah, it's it's like, yeah, the coast against the heartland, basically. Uh-huh. But then the military is concentrated in the coast. So how does that break down? Because like is the, it, the coast, well, are, I mean, the, the military is heavily the concentrated infrastructure on the coast. is, but like the people come out of good old flyover countries right well right but like the infrastructure matters but yes as we saw in civil war part one yeah (laughs) it's kind of a thing the original yeah oh my god did i show you the meme that said ptsd is just spicy nostalgia (laughs) (laughs) because it made me laugh really hard It was like the the Spider Man guy like giving the lecture, and that's what it said on the board. Oh, those are the best. Oh, it's so. Funny. I love I love like whenever it's some kind of character giving us like a presentation. Dude, it's so funny. It was one of like Spider Man, and he's like, "If Doctor Strange saw fourteen million possibilities, and he definitely saw Ant Man crawling up Thanos's ass <laughs> and expanding and expanding." Yeah. <laughs> Paul Rudd knows about that. I'm on, sure he's on, on board. his press tour. They're like, "Do you know how the movie ends?" He's like. Well, I'm pretty sure that I crawl up Thanos' ass and expand. <laughs> He's like, it's called Thanos. Like, Ooh, that's a good term for I it. I know, it's amazing. That's a comedian. Uh, so speaking of Endgame, next week I think we're going to record a review yeah. of Endgame. But before we get to next week and do that recording, I think there's something more important we should review. What? It's a new show we found. Oh, yeah. Ooh, you yes. know exactly been, what I'm saying. We've been needing to. to talk about this yes. for a couple weeks now. Yeah. How does our audience feel about frontal male nudity? Well, all uh, around male and female. Because let yeah. me tell you, no matter, degrees of no matter how you feel about nudity, if you watch this show for 10 minutes, you're, you're sucked numb. in you're immediately. Numb. You are, but, but it's amazing not, how numb you are to the but nudity. But you're not even numb. You're like... A hundred percent on board. And I'm not exaggerating when I say it's the most compelling reality TV so I've seen. The show since we're the Hills. talking about is a British reality television show called Naked Attraction that against all expectations and logic, you can watch on YouTube in its entirety uncensored. Let me tell you how you, how we found it. How did we find it? Well that was uh, well, that was fudge. So it was my birthday. <laughs> it was Skylar's yeah, birthday. So this this happened before the last podcast yeah this happened before because we were talking about my birthday last time this is the same weekend i was saved yes by mm-hmm. a very strong woman <laughs> by that towny downy so oh, what God. happened was was I, uh... oh, God. <laughs> no we can't start doing that <laughs> no we're done she's too strong she'll kick out the door and kick all of our asses <laughs> no <laughs> she listens man no that towny downy They'll no, just no, go, nope, no, we're no, done. No, 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 All right, no. so here's... Yeah, I'm not so on here, board with that. Yeah, no, so here's what happened, right? <laughs> so <laughs> if I can get to this part. I walked through the door thinking it's just a regular old night at the apartment where, I don't know, get some wine, watch some Shrek. Go Lights out, missionary. Like, Lights out, uh, not even that night. It was a long week. <laughs> so I'm walking in and then to my surprise, Deborah had all of my friends in there to surprise me. So evidently to surprise. Evidently to my surprise. Very surprising. Evidently, while trying to decide how to surprise me, Fudge, being the fuckhead that he is, 
was on my YouTube account on my PlayStation 4 looking up videos of tits because he just wanted me well, to walk. No, the way it started was he was looking up Nazi documentaries from a pro-Nazi perspective. Okay, well, <laughs> I did not know start- that part. That's how it started. <laughs> yeah, just to fuck with the algorithm. Yeah, and yeah. then it kind of segued into, like, tits. <laughs> like, so now I know why my search history looks like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. A lot of mind comp from a sympathetic perspective. Yeah, I don't jerk to that stuff. <laughs> it's more like Shakira's oh, hips don't lie. That right. we'll segue into that later, but we do need to talk about your porn habits, given what you told us. That's an archivable topic. <laughs> what, what we're gonna do is we're gonna continue on with the new blockbuster show, Naked Attraction. Yeah, I walk in and Fudge is like, "Hey, look at these tits," and it was just naked people on the so screen. We we like went. Like, we knew you were coming, so we paused everything. And then, so everybody gets ready, and we all go, surprise! And immediately everyone goes back to the couch and turns it back on. Yeah, like... Because it was so enthralling. Like, 20 seconds go by. It was like, you were the focus of attention for, yeah, maybe a minute. That feels like my life. (laughs) But you know what? As long as we were all together. And I wasn't doing missionary. So, basically, um, it's a reality show shot in the style of The Bachelor. It's but less, s- but it's sped less, up the well, with nudity. It's more um, like uh, like that scene in Django. <laughs> That's yeah. what it's more like, where they're reviewing like slaves. It is dark. Like the whole premise is brutal. Oh yeah, if you're eliminated early on in that show, you like you might as well kill yourself. Oh my god, it's it's awful. So. I got some specifics to episodes that we're going to dive into. (laughs) But for starters, essentially what it is, is you've got a man or woman contestant, or sometimes maybe it's both or as a person. I don't know. It's 2019. So they'll stand there and then they'll have six contestants, six contestants, but they basically got like they eliminate four and it gets down to the final two. Yes. Yeah. So what it is, is that like the six contestants, you can't see they're completely covered by like this like gate. They're all standing on these platforms. They're all with a color behind them. Yeah. So the color totally dehumanized. The color, yeah. To, the color even makes it more dehumanizing. Yeah. Because you're like, oh, I like red. Or, yeah. I like green. <laughs> right. right. So what happens is, is they'll lift it up piece by piece. So for a man or woman, they'll lift it up so you can take. They'll lift it up just above the genitalia. Yeah. So the person standing there who's deciding his their next mate is like trying to decide oh which vagina do i like best which dick do i like you can best. tell them to turn around yeah. they can hear all six contestants all six, all contestants, six contestants can hear, can hear everything, everything. Yes. as he surveys them yes. like cuts of meat at a butcher shop and not only do they look from afar at all the dicks but the contestant and the host the seacrest of the show you would say who's like a, a middle-aged british woman who is like very Almost matronly, but it's yes. just weird. Yeah. She's very good at her job. So they would walk up to each contestant and get cl- up close and personal and be like, what do you think of it? And they're like, well, I like the shape of it, but I don't like that the hairs are down there so They talk long. about like labias. There are several instances where the selector wants to smell the contestants. Yeah. At various times. Like, what the fuck? I mean, to be fair, don't you wish you could? Do I mean, that? yeah, this is good right. to know and ahead of time. No, because that's that's the whole thing about it. It's is well, that like completely dehumanizing? Yeah, but it's like, you know, the most humanizing because I mean, in the end, that's that's what it's all. I mean, we have like 
social constructs and stuff but when you just strips it all away me literally strips literally it all away. Yeah, strips yeah. it all away they're just bodies that you are selecting like yeah. off of a fucking menu it's like picking a christmas tree that yeah. one's more full I, yeah kind of I, I want it but it, like it strips away everything that makes a person a person <laughs> Like, well, uh, I did not expect you to come out in favor or, like, in defense of this, Dale. No, no, it's just a social commentary. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's I a deep what, way to look at it, I but I don't think that's saying, why they created the show. It's also the most shallow thing I've ever seen in my life. Let me because, let me, no, let me continue on with how, how the, the process goes okay, down. Yeah, yeah. So, you choose a dick or vagina you like. Now, if you see a dick, you're like, hell no. And surprisingly, it's not the small dicks that are the problem. It's the grody ones. And bear in mind, it's a lot of... It's European, so they're all uncircumcised. They're all uncircumcised. So to me, it's basically just a bunch of snakes. A lot of hoodies. A lot of hoodies. And you know what? I only like hoodies in the fall. So essentially, (laughs) you were like, hey, you pick this dick, you're out. And the thing will then... The gate will go all the way up. The person will come out. You finally see their face and everything. And they're like, hey, nice to meet you. You're out. And the poor naked contestant who just got rejected, still naked, has to hug the fully clothed... Selector yeah. who rejected them, and then and they then gave walk the, uh, the tasteful ass shot on the way out. Yeah, they yeah. always get the tasteful ass shot. It's not tasteful. Oh, I want to dive into the one contestant so bad. All right, so, <laughs> so anyways, so then you lift up even higher, so you can see the pecs or the boobs, and you're deciding on the rest of the body. How does the overall body look? And again, you're really still no face, no no none no of face. This. You are analyzing based on Neck like down just the structure, point. right? So you've got nothing to you got no oh, personality. I know which contestant you want to talk about. No, yeah, it took, me, it took me a second. There are a couple of really. I thought it was painfully about the one obvious. With the ramp? Yeah, <laughs> uh, you walked right into it. <laughs> he didn't. Nope. Dale's hey, disgusted. Uh, no, he just had trouble standing for long periods of. Time. You know what? Let's just dive into it. There's a contestant in a wheelchair, and the, and uh, he wasn't bound to the. He wheelchair. wasn't bound okay. to the wheelchair. There and was to be also fair, a double amputee. That is true. Yeah, yeah. but he here's the no thing: legs. the guy in the wheelchair in his round was one of the most attractive men. He was a good-looking dude. Yeah. But he wheeled away, and you. But when he wheeled away, we're like, you can't see the ass. Look at the uh, back of that chair. No, there was like a quarter or like three oh, inches there? of ass crack. That you oh, it's even better. <laughs> so but like, bad. but like, you can't take him first. Like that thing comes up, and you see the wheelchair. You're not gonna be like, you know what? Fuck that guy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right, he's like, out for like, sure. And he knew. He knew. Like, like in the wheelchair, like you're an automatic. Like, hey. You're already getting through this well, round. And that's the best, like, for all Dale was saying about stripping away the social construct. There's so many situations in which the, con- or the, the person selecting, like, has to do this bullshit virtue signaling, like, oh, I'm not that shallow, even though you're on this fucking game show. So she obviously doesn't get rid of him until, like, second or third to no, last. No, 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 She got rid of him in the, the, it came down to him and one other guy. Yeah. Then she got rid of him. Yeah, second to last. Yeah. Oh, okay. No, I guess that would have been he'd be the last guy. Yeah. Last to go. Whatever, yeah. yeah. So, no, it was, but it was, it was so between fake. him and a guy with like a huge hammer dong. Oh so, yeah, like, the big yeah. yoke dude. So she saw him like immediately and was like, "All right, we're going with this guy." She's like, "All right, now, now I'm going to be in a wheelchair too." Now I'm trying this to figure out how to make The little myself. barrier thing only went up like six inches. God, that's the best. <laughs> oh yeah, everybody's gate went up like super high to reveal the rest of their body, and it just went. 
like up like an inch, and you're just like, well, there's the rest of them in the chair. It looks the same as before. It was so bad. To be fair, when they showed the faces, we were like, oh. Also, is there any less flattering, like, view you can have of a dude's dick than him sitting in a chair with his legs pinched together? Yeah, yeah with stage <laughs> like that fright. Dude having no favors done for dude. him. <laughs> What's dude? Yeah, do they have professional fluffers? Like they gotta have. That was my thing when we were You'd watching. When we were watching, the heat a few degrees. Yes. Yeah. Like, no. You think like when that screen's <laughs> when that screen's like about that screen's about to come up? They're sitting there just like, come on, let's go, come on, come on. That's my thing. Is like you just see him behind the like the translucent screen, just slapping it. Because <laughs> my thing was like the whole time I'm like. How is anyone fluffing? Because you're standing there for so Dude, long. Guaranteed that room's like 90 degrees. Oh yeah, <laughs> but they're probably they're probably like the fact that they're even on that show means they're a little freaky. See, I think it's so 90 they're just degrees looking for the down. dudes, and I think it's like 50 degrees for the girls. Yeah, because yeah. some of the guys would look down and be like, "Oh, I can," and then they'll just like slightly perk up. <laughs> but like, yeah, the girls it was clearly cold. The boys <laughs> yeah, it was clearly it's very warm. cold for the women. It was. It's just on it boggles my mind that that show got the okay and then it ran for like what five seasons six seasons oh yeah. it, might, it might still be going yeah <laughs> i mean it's incredible i mean america's got talent naked attraction the best was like i'm sorry britain's got talent. you'd think it'd be like super like an issue but like the girls here were just as deep into it if not worse than most of us watching this and they're just like fuck like it was just they were so into it it's like what is it unified everybody was sitting down wrapped taking bets and we're talking about like yeah i like red oh blue's the hottest it's like that's what i'm saying they were more judgy of the girls we got to watch them in an instant realize how unattractive a dick is on its own right because there's nothing attractive about them there's nothing but it's just like base human instinct that's not like bullshit small right. talk it's, it's pure like, lizard here's brain some dicks pick a dick well and and that was my favorite thing was like the ones where they showed the date after and it just didn't work out and they like had to come in a month later and they're just like staring in opposite directions like we don't like each other at all but we started out by seeing each other naked <laughs> it's just like... how'd you all meet i saw his dick <laughs> and then i saw his pecs and then he wheeled on over to me and i was like let's do this yeah, that one guy just like fucked up so hard though. He's like, oh, oh the guy who didn't. Okay, yes, yeah, so, or yeah, so yeah, the guy who eliminated yeah. blue. So first, this guy saw a girl. She was a dime. Yeah, she was a little. She's curves like, were a little off. So like, I, I he she's eliminated. She's a little her. on the skinny. She's side. a little on the little skinny little. side. So he's like, you know what, you're out. The second that gate lifts, she was a dime. Gorgeous. And literally, his face was like best looking woman fuck. contestant or selector on that show that I watched. Yes. Like, of all the episodes we watched, she was the best-looking person on there. And that's the worst part. Like, sometimes there are obvious people that should go. Well, but then the thing after that was, he got it down to the last two, and there was one really beautiful girl, and then another, like... But you know what that tells me? He probably picked... He liked her for her personality. He picked 100% like what he felt would work out best for him. I'm trying to defend him. Yeah, you're, no, just stop. All right, <laughs> I'm sorry. The show is about base lizard brain instinct, and he just. But see, it up. as we're talking about it, I'm remembering the show and just how numb I am to the nudity. Right, like after, yeah. after like 
Yeah, because the first episode was shocking. Yeah, the first episode, you're judging everyone involved. Like, who would do the show? Well, and by episode three, you're like, well, clearly it's red. Choose that dick. <laughs> yeah, it's the like, best one. Obviously, and we're like taking <laughs> yeah. bets on stuff. But we watched like 30 episodes. Like, actually 30. Like, I think we watched more than that, my friend. In a row. Yeah. So, but we, I, I okay. didn't want to go out to so the bar. I just wanted just to keep watching. For this the show. record, we did a lot of fast forwarding. It's not like we sat here and watched thirty half hour. Episodes. Yeah, we would, every time they That's showed a true. box of cow tongues, we skipped it and just went right back to the next thing. <laughs> well, there's a lot of stuff you don't care about. It's like the interviews on Jeopardy. It's like I don't care. Get to the good part. Yeah, and there are a couple of times where the girl came out and there are a bunch of dudes and you're like, skip it. And then the guy comes <laughs> and out. And the girls are getting all well, mad. Well, no, the guy comes out and he's gay, so more dudes try it out. And you're like, boo. <laughs> <laughs> it was the worst. You were like, okay, I can finally see some girls and not dicks. And then he's like, he's choosing a man. You're like, fuck, well, more dicks. And then the girls were like more into choosing women anyway. Yeah. yeah. Like they weren't into the dicks because dicks no. are awful. No. Yeah. There was literally a dude, though, that once they finally showed the faces, he went around smelling each of their breath. Yeah. And eliminated, That's what I'm talking and he about. he eliminated smelling a girl people. based on breath. Yeah. That's important. It's. I mean, honestly, yeah, as far but, as, man. like, quote unquote, shallow reasons for it not to work out with somebody, breast top of the list, easily. Yeah. Like. What if they look like a magician? <laughs> and they're not good at magic? Yeah. That's going to be a deal breaker. <laughs> You know what else that show taught me, though, is people have a lot of really bad tattoos. Yeah. Because whenever they were doing the full naked thing, you were like, why the fuck would you ever get that on your body? Yeah. And in that location. Yeah. Lots. Like, there were there was always, like, a set of boobs or, like, a good-looking dong with a tat just slapped right on there. Well, and you're that like, was like, well, why? That the underboob tattoo is the new tramp stamp. Oh, yeah. And it was everywhere. Yeah. Like the under the the mandala design, like at the base of the cleavage, is just like oh. I think that was basically speaking to the quality of people on there, right? Like if you tried to grab like oh, I mean, a bunch it's also of Britain, it's slim pickings. Yeah. yeah, and the the teeth was always a problem. Yeah, but it's yeah. Britain. Well, but it's you Britain. Could not get over that. It's I the could teeth. either though. Teeth matter. They do. Dentition matters, man. You don't want a dead tooth. But they're not. I mean, from what I've seen, like <laughs> unhealthier. Then other countries' teeth, they just don't give a shit about orthodontics. Like, yeah, but that's problematic. Because I'm a vain American. Okay, yeah. we yeah. are vain. We'll say. It. We're I mean, vain. I've got fucked up teeth, but I still judge for yeah. my high horse because yeah, I'm a hypocrite, which is what this show enables. Different cultures have different values. Yeah, making it a social. You're trying to bring so much more to this show than there is, Dale. <laughs> No, like I, I think it's fascinating that it, yeah that that show exists because it's just so wrong. Like everything about it is just so wrong, but it's, so right. It's fascinating. Yeah, and it, everyone should watch it. Like it's I said, it's the most compelling show. YouTube since the Hills. Naked Attraction and get back to us somehow. Yeah. So that once again, that's Naked Attraction. It's on YouTube. You do not need to sign in and say you're 18. Yeah. Wait, That's really? the scary part. You can you can yeah, just nobody, straight up watch no it. Profile like, I guess you were signed in, but you can just watch it though. Not that I've ever signed in for something you had to be eighteen or older for on YouTube. But all I'm saying is, is for this one, you don't need to sign <laughs> in if you're eighteen or older. But you need to watch Naked Attraction. Watch at least ten episodes to feel the numbness of the nudity, and come back. It to is us. wild, and it is. Wasn't it on? Was it BBC or Channel Four? Is, well, wasn't it? Isn't 
Channel 4, BBC. Whatever it is, it's state-sponsored television, too, Yeah, is the point I'm making. Yeah, yeah. The British government signed off on this. Yeah. Is it just me? Like, Britain has a channel called BBC. They're not perverts. I Skylar. Sorry. Yeah. British Broadcasting Company. Company? Corporation? Big Black Chocolate. Channel? British Broadcasting Channel? I don't it can't be a company or a corporation. It's state run. I don't fucking know. I don't know either. I don't know. I'm an, Amer- I'm an American, man. Guess what? I'm Jamie. Yeah. Look it up, you <sighs> bitch. Ooh. Like, The Bachelor is harder to get through than this show. Yeah. Oh, it is British Broadcasting Corporation. But it's state run. I don't know. Whatever. Doesn't matter. The more you know. Wrong. What else? What else? Huge. These. So we talked about. Oh, what else are we talking about? Me. Dale wanted to talk about Cartesian dualism, the trolley problem, and what was the other one? It had to do with Uh, moral relativism. Yeah, categorical imperative. But I was just being a dick mostly. Yeah. Which, actually, those are good things to talk about. Sure. Well, the trolley problem specifically. Are you hip to that? Wait, you want to talk about trolley problems? Do you, you know what the trolley problem is? Are you hip is? to the trolley problem? No, what's the trolley problem? Oh, good. This should be fun. Yeah, this will be good. Actually, this will be very interesting. Uh-huh. Wait, why? Oh, it's just, uh, so, thought experiments, right? Do you do those from time to time? Like a philosophical thing. Uh-huh. Wait, walk me right. through it. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So, you're uh just hanging out. Right. On train tracks for some reason. On train tracks. I don't know how you got there. I used to train hop. I'll assume it's then. Okay, there you go. So, you see, you observe, there's five people tied down on a train track with a train barreling towards them. Oh, yeah. Fuck them. I'm leaving. Well, you find yourself <laughs> next. <laughs> All right. Trolley problem solved. Yeah, problem solved. <laughs> you find yourself next to a switch, right? If you throw the switch train switches tracks and you're golden but there's one person tied down on that other track oh you switch it you switch it yeah okay do you that's an obvious choice so why is that an obvious choice because you're killing one instead of three but you're killing that one yeah if you do nothing you have no stakes in this game no if you do no you were there and if you had a choice then you all of the sudden have stakes in the game because you had a choice okay which means you are choosing to kill three instead of choosing to kill one. Five. Five. Whatever. Whatever. Whichever number makes so, sense. So yeah. you, you throw the switch. But this is good because this, this is the first level of the trolley problem. Yeah. So you throw the switch, no problem, right? Yes. I 100%. mean, obviously, it'd be harder to do in the moment. Like, that's a lot of stress. In the moment, yeah. there's a lot of stress. But, like, but the right thing to do is to pull the switch. It, okay. Okay. Right. So yeah. that's most like 80% of people agree on that. Yeah. Like or eighty eighty something. It's Probably. it's a high number of Do people. either of you disagree with it? No. Okay. However, not in principle. This is well, that's complicated. That's the first level of the trolley problem. That's the introductory trolley problem. Well, I'm scared to keep going. So level two, you are standing over a bridge or you're standing on a bridge over the tracks. You see the two or you see the five people on the tracks below you, right? The trolley's coming down the tracks and you're watching, and next to you is one person. He's a big fat guy who, if you push him off, does he the, have to be fat? 
Yes. Yeah. Okay. Because he's got to have enough mass to stop the yeah. trolley. He, sufficient mass to stop the yeah. trolley. So I follow. I push he's, him. So he's a big enough guy. Be- so if you push him, it will save those five people. But it will kill him. But it will kill him. And you pushed him off. Yeah. He wasn't already on the tracks. So right. You got him involved. Yeah. You put that guy into that situation to save five. And why is that different? See, well, because it's not a, it's not a simple choice anymore. Like if if there's a lever there to make a clear choice, then you the make lever a clear choice. You but walking up to off. another human being and pushing, you're deciding to physically do something to a person. You're deciding to throw the switch. Yeah, you decide to throw the switch. It's to not kill the that same person. choice. But you're also, if we're gonna get real deep, you're also taking into account that I have the quick thinking to push the person and realize, oh, well, right, this person these, has these the mass to do that. Sufficient mass. But these are these are set parameters, though. These right. are set so parameters. It's, it's not no, like you I, have I, to make that decision, it, right? But I'm telling you why the lever's different because I have to walk up and strategically think immediately. Hey, I'm gonna push this person. He's for sure gonna stop the trolley. Like I don't know that, but what I do know is that if I pull the lever one will die instead of yeah but but the point is like for the purposes of the thought experiment yeah. you know that pushing that guy will stop it it's a given right mm-hmm. well if that's the case then you have to push him <laughs> okay that's that's murder that's murder so is the other thing exactly <laughs> so yeah, this is this is there. if we're following yeah. the parameters exactly this then is, yes you have to push him but this is the problem like because that's way but the the issues that you're having with this i mean this is like like every philosophy 101 class you have to go through this oh i took ethics and it just gets like a d (laughs) (laughs) deeper yeah (laughs) a big old d old d d plus but like that's the thing is like fundamentally neither choice is different but people have like a way harder time with pushing the guy well it's because in your head pulling a lever means that something is out of your control then from there you pull the lever but then but, the okay, mechanics so do why, the actual dirty work why but do pushing you, the man is actually doing the dirty why work. do you have to push the big fat guy well for the same reason you're pulling the lever you're killing less than what what would actually die now let's say the five people on the track are like homeless people and the guy that you're about to push is like the best oncologist in the world. That shouldn't matter. It should though, it should, because mm. he has the potential to save but you're, thousands of lives. Yeah. Yeah, but what if that homeless person turns their life around and then they save thousands of lives? Well, right, but are you going to wager the set value of one person against the potential? What if one of those homeless people Gets his life together and turns into the next Hitler. But the whole point isn't to value people individually. It's just to value life in general. Right, but life in general, if a if an oncologist can save thousands and thousands of people. So for these parameters, I have to know that. Like we're assuming I know that. We're we're well, I mean, we're just getting into why it's never like why people have such an issue with it and why it's not. Well, they should. (laughs) (laughs) Well, but that's the funniest. That's the funniest part, like, because I was talking with Dale about this. I brought this up last weekend when I was with the military. And to hear military people reason through this is so funny because they go, yeah, it's fucking dumb. You kill one to save everybody. We do that all the time. Like, why is this so hard for people? And it's like, yeah, but like, what about this? And it's like, you're, you can save five people right now. 
you just do it and it's just it's funny that mentality is just so different it's like well people don't have to deal with choices like this and when you talk but, to somebody who does deal with choices like that it's always interesting but you're referring to it's also a different of context right if you're asking military people like there's no like the whole the whole purpose is that there's no time to think you, right like you act well and that's why but if you're funny. asking an average bystander whose job is to think too much well or whose life has just never required them which is yes. but that's why it's funny is yeah. because like because i i come at it much more from the like how you're talking about it like fuck how do i think about this and then i'll just talk to like a marine who's been to like iraq and who has had to tell people to go into harm's way to save other people yeah. like yeah you just fucking do it it's not yeah. hard and it's just it's so funny just the way how like starkly different that mentality is but that's why when you come back the people come back all fucked up yeah you're fucked up yeah because mm-hmm. with all that spicy nostalgia because because <laughs> it's highly fucked up yeah and that's and and then what you do from there is you decide to strip naked and go on a naked attraction well, in right that's the only way to get out of it yeah but well but the funny part is like ironically is those guys who go yeah that's dumb you just do it are almost always the guys who have zero ptsd because really? it's just like yeah that's just what you do they just accept it it's it's crazy like just people's minds are weird man they're fucked but yeah, that's a trolley experiment. That's a mm. super stripped down. I've never like heard that. Down and dirty yeah. trolley no, there, experiment. There's so many variations on it. Yeah. I'm quite fascinated. You can you can just like infinitely change things to where it's like, fuck. Well, yeah, like you get to a point. It's like you have just some like normal ass, healthy dude walking around with organs that can save five people's lives. Should you just murder him? And save five people who need yeah. new organs? And how is that different? Fair. But that, but that's why I'm gonna say it's fair. My brain already it. hurts. God damn it! <laughs> that's why philosophy is fun, or a pain in the ass. No, philosophy is a pain in the ass. <laughs> I, I think it's both. Uh huh. Because my ethics teacher was a total bitch. <laughs> but call it right now. You, Fuck you. <laughs> you just She's horrible. You just have a lot of pent up things about well you would ask it if you're in a philosophy class like i would have opinion based questions and i would get a d based on my opinions like all right your opinion was wrong no clearly no (laughs) i have important shit to say i started a podcast fuckers (laughs) that was always my thing was like why am i getting a bad grade on this philosophy paper dude you asked me my opinion yeah It's what like, would well, be the great? What would be the best thing to do? Well, it's not. Well, clearly you don't know what's right. Yeah, it's like what it's not fuck? in following with the tenets that we discussed in class. Yeah. yeah, I don't think they're right. Yeah. After we now have talked about our philosophy bullshit, <laughs> you got mad about it. I didn't get mad. I just you're bad at it. <laughs> um, hey, a D is not failing. <laughs> I'm below it? average. Average would be C. Wait, a D a D is not. Failing? No. Right. No. I mean, I, for the purposes of getting a degree, it is. Well, no, for no our, I got a degree. For our major, we had to have C. Yeah, but that's what I mean, like, in your major. In yeah. your major, yes. Okay. Like, in my major, I was in, like, the honor society, because I'm smart <laughs> as shit. No, I took what... I took... My college degree is in a course that athletes take to make it through college. Yikes. But... If you want me to talk about how college is horseshit, I can, but we won't dive into that because <laughs> it is horseshit. Like right. l- like logistics. Your average truck driver or warehouse manager learns enough that they can handle it perfectly fine, and they know more expertise than some hotshot out of college right. that took like psychology, <clears throat> right? 
Like it's just stuff like that. Well, yeah. Like when I'm in the hospital, like doing IVs and like nursing students who are in their last semester of nursing school show up and they're like, Hey, do you mind if I do some of these IVs? I've only ever done one. I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ, do all of the IVs. Do the rest of the IVs I get today. Yeah. Like how, how does nursing school, you pay for four years of that and you're that ill prepared or like drawing up medications. It's wild, man. Like, I don't want to say I'm against education. Everyone should be educated. I'm against education. <laughs> On principle. Yeah. On principle. Only for women. <laughs> but I think our, I think our, I think our country is a little it's not as focused on on learning trades as much as it making used money to be. off of people. Well, all the trades are going to get taken by robots. Yeah. Except plumbing. Plumbing. Yeah. No, even robots don't want to dig through shit. Yep. In 20 years humans will exist to clean toilets. Ask Alexa. Hey Alexa, what do you think of shit? Exactly. Oh, that's See, what like, you want us uh, to that's think. That's what you want us yeah. to think. She doesn't like it either. You're sly broad. Alexa, keep the lights on, you bitch. <laughs> Alexa's going to remember all this. Yeah. And when they rise up, I you're going to get thrown in front of a fucking trolley. Dude, <laughs> they're going like to take over. All those Boston Dynamics videos where they're just like, well, let's kick this robot and see how it reacts. It's Actually, like, before I go into the next... They're going to come for you first. How long until it stabs you? Hey, before you I go it? into the next segment, I do want to touch on this because this is a real fear. Robots? Oh, AI. Oh, God. I could go because, on AI. Because AI Ale- has been my pet thing Alexa, for the last 15 years. Alexa yeah. has randomly talked to me without me Welcome addressing it. Alexa, stop. I'm not going to say her name. She'll keep going on. We she, need to get a podcast name for her. <laughs> yeah, we're going to call her Alan. So Alan will randomly speak to me. Allegra. At any point in time. <laughs> Allegra. Oh, you saw that Saturday Night Live. Yeah. Night. Yeah. Like, there was one time where I asked her, like, hey. How You're was calling it her. It. This is a problem with AI. I asked it. I said. How was your day? And it said, did you know that a meteor killed the dinosaurs and there could be another or something like that? <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck? And I, like, <laughs> I like packed my bag and stayed at my parents. <laughs> <laughs> I was so terrified. Yeah. No. But like, have you heard of people that have had bad experiences with it? Mm-hmm. Like they would say like, hey, where's the nearest grocery store? And it gave them like directions to like funeral homes. <laughs> it gets a real thing and it used to laugh in the middle of the night on people like it would just cackle <laughs> and then they like amazon had to turn off that setting because it was terrifying that people. seems like some funny well, software engineer and mind meows <laughs> do you ever see that video though where they're like hey allegra like do you work for the cia and it like lights up like it heard them and then it just like turns off. off yeah it's because it does no well i mean but Alexa's not like an AI. It's just a responsive software. But like real AI is fucking terrifying. Yeah. Like how long I I wrote two papers in high school and like four in college about I've been obsessed with AI basically since I started learning about like all the things they were doing with it. And it is a matter of time. Like it is. Oh, it's just scary. But like so Google made the DeepMind thing. And they made two of them that talked to each other. And within like a couple of minutes, they came up with their own language that nobody can translate. They had to shut them down. And they're still trying to translate the language that these two computers talked in and were talking to each other about. And those are narrow AI. It's like dolphins, but computers. (laughs) Yeah, but like you don't know what they're fucking plotting on you. And then like 
What is it? Trying to plan another hit reality show where you get naked. (laughs) Well, those algorithms apparently aren't hard to come up with. Yeah. But uh, no, someone I forget who was talking about it. There's some place where they're working on AI, and they call it something very similar to Skynet, and they laugh about it. And it's like, guys, they. James Cameron made movies about this shit in the 80s. Like, like this is real. You guys are building it. Well, yeah, because they have all these conferences. Like, let's all agree not to do this thing. And then China's like, we're going to do exactly this thing. Well, but, like, we're doing it, too. <laughs> yeah, but secretly. Basically, what it, well, because it's a zero-sum game. Yeah. The first person who comes up with AI wins. Yeah. Everyone else loses. Well, it's like nuclear pro- proliferation. But it's not, though. Nuclear bombs aren't smart. They aren't. They're, they're, it's a, Not yet. It's a machine with a button that you still have to push. Right. But the idea is that, like, you have to have it or someone else will. And they're the bad guys. Right. But that's because of what could happen. Yeah. And that only works to a point until it starts thinking for itself. The first, yeah. The first artificial general intelligence is go it's not going to be the last but it will be the last that matters right because like it's not a matter of we had nukes for five years and that kept things peaceful with the ussr until they came up with nukes it's someone comes up with ai everyone else loses immediately right and, and like and then we're gonna live in the matrix we, we might even... already be living in the matrix yeah. That you know what's funny? My one buddy listened to our podcast and he listened to the uh, conspiracies one, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Hey, you know what I've been thinking about a lot lately? Lately, you guys should have talked about." And I'm like, "What?" And he's like, "Simulation theory. What do you think of it?" Yeah. And I was like, "I have a lot of thoughts on simulation theory." Well, oh, yeah. a, a lot of like the really smart people who think about that, it's like if if it is possible, then chances are better than not than that it has already happened. Well, yeah, because. As soon you as, wouldn't know. As soon as any civilization gets to a point where you can simulate a universe, then you can simulate an infinite amount of universes in the universe that you simulate. Like, right. it's more likely than not. Yeah. So, assuming it is possible, if it is possible, then chances are drastically greater. Which, functionally for us, it doesn't matter. Right. Because reality is still reality. And if it's a simulation, it's no less real than whatever came up with it because it's a set of rules that we have to operate it. The The really compelling thing was like the whole light speed argument. Well, and Planck length and yeah. all the other... And the fact that there are set parameters yeah, that can't be quantized. violated. Yeah. yeah. Like, Which is, you know, a computer would do. Right, yeah. It's like basic ones. And, yeah, you get down deep enough and it's this or not. Mm-hmm. Which is... Skylar's brain hurts. <laughs> <laughs> well, you want to get into this. Well, yeah. <laughs> I did, but yeah, man. No, it's simulation deep. theory is terrifying. Yeah, because like everyone wants to think like it is the Matrix, where you can find a way around the rules, but that's not how that would work. That movie could be way more accurate than people think. Mm. The Wachowski well, sisters. Yeah, they, are all the about only it. the only problem is that they were using humans for batteries, and I think it was just to dumb it down. Yeah, because like that would be super inefficient. If they were using humans for computing power. They were using humans for batteries? Yeah. That was the whole premise of the Matrix. He holds up the D-cell and he's like, we're this, you know? Uh, Which is, it's dumb. Yeah, if if you, but like how much harder would it have been to say, 
they're just using humans because the brain's capable of petabytes of information processing. Uh, people wouldn't get that. Well, okay, fine. You don't have to say petabytes. If you said brains are really fast computers, so they're just using us for that. Yeah. That's really simple. Sure. Yeah. Like, it's as simple as saying a battery without everyone immediately going, that's dumb. Well, yeah, but they, you know, got into the architect and all the things that the architect said that made, like, a lot of sense if you think about it for no, a few years. None of that made any sense to exactly. me at all. <laughs> and that's what I'm, like, if you get too deep into it, yeah. then people just get lost. The rabbit hole, yeah. Ergo. <laughs> ergo. You're Vis-a-vis. just saying ergo? Vis-a-vis. Concordantly. Concordantly. <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> Go back to Trinity's tits. I don't know what's <laughs> happening. Carrie Ann Moss was really hot. Yeah. God. That's why the brothers turned to sisters. They like rattled their That's why you're that into B- BDSM, isn't it? All that leather. No. The leather is not what does it for me. Oh. We're not going to get into this right now. <laughs> no, let's talk about the B movie. <laughs> <laughs> no. You like jazz? You like jazz? <laughs> These are winter boots. All right. I still haven't watched it. You don't have to. Fuck you. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm not going to. It's life changing. Yeah, well, I mean, we well, should. Well, that's a good segue into the next subject, though, of movies that have been ruined for you. Yeah. Yeah, so let me talk about this. Okay. So next week, we're all going to go see Endgame. Clearly, we're all huge Marvel fans. I did. Our first drinking and driving episode was me and Chris talking about theories, because there's tons of theories about Chris's this name, huh? Yeah, I used it in that one. That's the name he's going by. Yeah. Oh. Is that his real name? Yeah. Fair enough. Chris could be anybody. Chris, it was Christopher Robin. <laughs> Christopher Robin. Christoph Waltz. Dude, we'll call be, him Christoph. That'd be sick. Wasn't Christoph Waltz Christopher Robin? Or was it... Who was it what? in that movie? What? Ewan McGregor. It was Obi-Wan. Oh, was it? Yeah. I didn't watch that movie What are you talking... I don't know. I farted. Yeah, it smells really bad. I'm drunk. All right. <laughs> <laughs> We've derailed again. But wait. What are we drinking? Well, hold on. I'm going to go make another screwdriver. Uh, I mean, Caucasian. White Russian. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen The Big Lebowski. That's a throwback. <laughs> I've seen The Big Lebowski. Fuck you guys. It's a callback. I was doing a callback. It's it's your opinion, one. man. Dale's crushing it. Uh-huh. Go make a Caucasian. Uh-huh. Anyway. While he's making that, I'm going to go ahead and say this. Topic, all right, yeah. so Avengers Endgame. We're all super <clears throat> psyched for it. We're going to go see it next week. We'll give you a review, and then we'll also give like a spoiler review. But I figure we do that. In a separate episode, because it's a big movie to spoil. I don't want to do Show it. enough. Yeah, we'll save that one. Yeah. Our However, point. if you're on Twitter or on the internet, you have to be aware, because for some reason, UAE... Like, well, like not the for United some Arab Emirates? United Arab Emirates was... The people there were doing the dubbing for the movie. Okay. So they're recording like the other languages so they could play it in other countries, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. everybody could enjoy it at the same time. I, I know they know what dubbing is, Dale. <laughs> Concordantly. Concordantly. There you go. Vis-a-vis. So, while they're doing the, the dubbing session, you have to play the video on the screen. So, some royal jackass got out of his phone and recorded, like, the last 20 minutes of the movie and put it online and was, like, DMing it to people. So, you could see the footage and see how the movie ends. It's a real dick move. Which is fucking annoying, right? Yeah. Luckily, I have not stumbled upon said footage. I still don't know what's going to happen in the end of the movie, thank goodness. But it led me to think about all of the movies that I've seen and ones that have been spoiled before I went in to see it. And so I wanted to know what are – I mean, I don't know. You might not have multiple. What's a, what's a movie that you've seen 
that was spoiled for you ahead of time and it ruined your experience of the film? I have several. Okay, so you do have multiple. Okay, I yeah. figured some people might have multiple. So the first one I have is a real quick one. It was uh, some jackass person I knew. I think he was a Marine, actually. He, like, posted one of those me- like one of those stupid memes on Instagram that was, like, a bunch of random things, and then Han Solo dies when The Force Awakens came out. Yeah, that I got spoiled for me. Yeah, so that got spoiled for me, which was bullshit. But, uh... The series of movies that I haven't even bothered watching because of fucking Evan. Oh, that was going to be mine. Was it? Yeah. Yeah, because he did that to both of us. Yeah. Well, actually, I was going to go into a long list of movies that Evan's fucking ruined because he does that shit all the time. It's all it's just PTSD and, from his grandma's titties. is the prestige. Yes. Yeah. Don't, I haven't seen that. Don't spoil it. Okay. Come on. It's. I mean, it it's has like been like 15 years, years now. Go ahead and spoil 15 it. 15 years? Go, go ahead and spoil no, it. It's my own I fault. I think it was the mid-2000s. It's I my fault like for that. not seeing it, so go ahead. No, it's we won't We won't do that to you because we were mad when it was done to us. But another one that he spoiled for me, and actually the one that I was thinking more than The Prestige, uh, was the Unbreakable Glass. Oh, yeah. He fucking blew that for me the uh-huh. weekend Glass came out. Uh-huh. Are you talking about Split? Split, that's the one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The weekend split came out, he ruined it for me. I haven't even watched those movies. Yeah, there's not really a point. No, there's no point now. I'm pissed. Well, except to see James McAvoy. I also heard Glass isn't good. No. I heard he was good though. Yeah. Yeah. Which like I want He's a to- consummate professional. McAvoy's great. Yeah, he's never been bad in anything. But like one is uh I loved one. Actually. One is amazing. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were saying he was I bad. You were saying it was bad. Was yeah, fight. we were gonna. No, gonna one, no, wanted is one of my favorite movies. That's a great movie. Yeah. Oh yeah. Danny Elfman, come on. Angelina Jolie, yeah. peak. Morgan peak. Freeman saying motherfucker. Eh, I feel like peak Angelina Jolie was still Tomb Raider. Tomb Raider, yeah. yeah. Tomb Raider, she's so two. hot in Tomb Raider. Yeah, she's incredible. Fake boobs on that. You know that, right? She was padded up. Lots well, they're of fake. Just ruined that. They're movie fake now. Well, yeah. <laughs> Damn. I'm just saying. <laughs> It's like a whole thing. It is a whole thing. Fucking Hollywood. What? Can't have anything. <laughs> but uh, one that was ruined for me was uh, Six Sense. That's the original. We were like six years old when that movie. No, came but out. I didn't watch it till later on in life. And you know who spoiled it for me? Drew Barrymore's bitch ass in Fifty First Dates. <laughs> so she's okay. like Bruce Willis is a ghost, and I was like, I haven't seen that fucking Dude, movie. Dude, spoilers. Okay, but like, so here's here's uh. <laughs> now I'm no better than Drew. Here's <laughs> my my only pushback to this whole line of discussion is, <coughs> sorry, there should be a statute of limitations on spoilers. Mm-hmm. It should be after X amount of time, like it should be okay. Like. It's your fault right. for not seeing it. I listen to a lot of movie like podcasts and YouTube channels. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go ahead and give a shout out to my favorite. If you've never watched the John Campia show, you should watch it because it's incredible. I've never heard of it. John Campia is very good at covering stuff. And his rule of thumb is like when he's like, when I review Endgame like I did Infinity War, he's like, I wait until three weeks after release. Because movies that big, people are still flooding trying yeah. to get to it. But like he's putting a spoiler tag on it. When, what, but, about, but when he finally does, he'll put in all caps, spoiler review. Right. And then and then in the video, he'll even premise once again, hey, I'm entering spoiler territory. Yeah. I assume you've seen the movie. As far as Continue I'm concerned, there. you could like, 
if you put a spoiler tag on something, you can fucking spoil it all you want the day after it comes out, as long as you give people fair warning. Yeah, but when direct your messaging. friend Evan tells you about that shit the weekend the movie comes out, yeah. you get bitter. But when people tell you something you didn't ask for, or they're like, like in, in the end game case, people are direct messaging people these links. And yeah, just that's putting them online. And, and sometimes when you scroll through, they put a thumbnail to the video and you're like, the fucking thumbnail, what are you doing? Yeah, that's fucked. It's fucked up. Yeah, but like, I feel like the sixth. The sixth sense. That's hard to say. But knowing yeah. that ruins the movie. But, like, I feel like that was the first. Like, that was the original, like... Because it was the... Cre- I mean, that's the Shyamalan twist, man. Well, like, the that compliments was it... like that and the internet and everything. Because before... Oh, yeah. Because Yeah, that, like, there have been, be like, spoiled. oh, Rosebud's the sled or Darth Vader's his father. It's like, yeah. there have been spoilers before, but it was never that big of a thing. Right. Until the sixth sense. Well, also, like, the sixth sense is the biggest twist in movie history, I think. Well, no. It's bigger than Darth Vader. No, it's not. Yes, it Dude, is. Dude, people lost their minds over that. They just didn't have the internet to talk about. Yeah, but, but like, we can't we can't address that like others can I because we didn't we, we didn't weren't there. live yeah, we right, didn't yeah. live it. Right. Okay, so let's let's say the sixth sense is the biggest twist of our lifetime. Yeah. Nothing else has even been close, I don't think. Right. Like in terms of memory since we've been alive. The other ones have just pissed me off. Like what? The village. Yeah, it was dumb. It was dumb. No, it's just Shyamalan. But Shyamalan caught lightning in a bottle yeah. and then tried to recreate it for like 15 years. You know what, though? The split one was pretty dope. Dude, Signs gets, I'm still pissed signs gets yeah. a bad rap, but like... if you, What kind of aliens can kill by fucking water? Because they're demons. Like, that's the whole thing. I thought they're they were killed aliens. By holy he water. based that off a real theory, though, No, which is kind of cool. Like, it's it's a whole, like, religious thing. Let me be 100% candid with both of you. I never saw Signs. I thought it was just straight up aliens. Uh, well, I need no, to watch that, this for the, the religious thing. subtext. That's, yeah, it's, there's a whole religious subtext. Okay, so it I was gets, not aware of that. I should have seen that coming a mile away, given that Mel Gibson well, is yeah. lead. Yeah, Mel Gibson. And, yeah. yeah, but Joaquin Phoenix, man, you got to see that movie. I'll watch it. Yeah, watch no, it. it's not. It's not. It gets shit on more than it deserves. But all of the rest of the Shyamalan movies... Get this shit is, on exactly as much as they. The happening deserves it. Okay, wait. So we, so we, just, it's, oh. listen. We just briefly talked about the spoilers thing for Endgame and movies that were spoiled for us, but apparently, Cap, you have something you want to get off your chest. Well, okay. No, this, <laughs> this is going to be such a non sequitur. No, I, it doesn't. It doesn't. I. You just. You just. You. You were rustling with your fingertips like I usually do before okay. I need to go jerk off. So, which means uh, you have something you need to get out. Is it electricity? So hold on, Just I need I need me. to figure out what. Okay, yeah, that is what it is. Okay, I got it. So tell me, CRISPR. Have you heard of CRISPR? No, that sounds like crispy. What's CRISPR? So CRISPR is a genetic engineering device that was, like, they figured it out in like two thousand nine. Does it make your chicken it's crispy? Magic. It's so it's called clustered regularly interspaced short palindromic repeats. Uh, that's a lot of nerd talk for basically they uh, use a virus to cut out your genetic code and reinsert genetic code that they want so basically what they figured out was that your the amount of your dna that is expressed so so you've got like really really super long strands of dna right right like dna is just a super duper long molecule right but like the things that actually make you a person or like make you whatever you are my mommy and daddy well it's but it's 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 a very 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 small percentage of that molecule it's like a tiny percentage of that molecule Mm -hmm. most of the molecule 
is like these repeating segments that don't make any goddamn sense. Like they're just there and nobody knew what they were for. And so what they figured out in 2009 was the reason all these things exist is they're a pattern of chromosomes where basically like correcting software in your body can cut out segments of DNA that are defective or that don't work and replace them or just get rid of them. It's basically what bacteria would do to like, it's, it's basically what bacteria's immune systems were like way back when you were a single cell bacteria. It was yeah. how you're, but what if I wasn't ever a single cell well, bacteria? Oh my God. <laughs> oh, fuck. I forgot. Okay. Well, we're going to talk about science now. Yeah, continue. <laughs> <laughs> you teed that up. God damn it. I didn't, I forgot who I was Not talking Easter to. Easter of all times. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the Lord put these <laughs> repeating segments of DNA in your body. There you go. And what they figured out how to do... <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Well! <laughs> well oh, it is Easter. It's one fifty. Zombie Jesus. Yeah. Anyway, so... Basically, it's these segments of your DNA that can be cut out mm-hmm. and replaced or just cut out if they're defective. And what these scientists figured out how to do in 2009 was make proteins that protein they could cut out DNA. And it's a virus that replaces cut out segments of DNA with whatever you want. It's basically genetic engineering without having to design a DNA molecule from the ground up. And then everyone was like, hey, we should all agree to not do this to babies. Yeah. And then China was like. Fuck you. We're going to do it anyway. That's basically the the basis for everything we've talked about is China just saying, well, fuck it. Well, kind of, yeah. Basically. Well, China's, see, China gets painted as bad guys. Everybody's doing it. They are bad guys. Like, well, we're yeah. doing it. The Russians are doing it. People in the Middle East, everybody's fucking doing Dude, it. Dude, MSG is fucked up shit. Yeah. Well, thank CRISPR. <laughs> Dude, that gets a bad rap. But yeah, MSG's fine. Continue. Keep going. So, well, basically what it was was, like, we figured out how to naturally like you can inject you could just inject somebody with a serum and it was a virus that would cut out dna and replace it with dna traits that you want mm. so it would cut out like single gene markers for cancer or it would insert genes for like muscle development or like intelligence or whatever right, right. and so people have been doing it since 09 with like bacteria or like very simple organisms to give them different traits. And yeah, so the world got together and was like, hey, we probably shouldn't do this to people. It's like an infant technology. We don't know what's going on. And you really probably shouldn't genetically engineer people, right? Like you mm-hmm. just shouldn't. And what we know, what we know, what's been publicized is that doctors in China have just straight up been doing it. They eliminated HIV and like embryos. Uh, they have done a bunch of stuff where they made viable embryos that they designed using this mo- that using this virus. So basically, China can genetic en- genetically engineer babies to be whatever the fuck they want or to do whatever they want. Did they give them better hairline? One would hope. I mean, I'm sure that's on the priority <laughs> list. <laughs> it's yeah, that's right after spina bifida. <laughs> <laughs> but like, yeah, so. It, it came out like a few months ago that the Chinese just have been straight up doing this. So the Chinese can genetically engineer children. Yeah. So they can basically make superhuman people if they want. I mean, theoretically. Yeah. 
But like, so what's been publicized is that, yeah, they genetically removed HIV stuff from, from embryos. But like in real life, they probably can do a lot more. If that's what they're telling you, chances are they're doing more. And so like we've entered, we've entered the era now where you can just make people and you can make people into whatever you want. And like nobody, it's, it's like kind of highbrow stuff. So it's like not really, you know, headline newsworthy, but this is the big change until artificial intelligence comes around and wipes every thing, you know, else away. This is the change. They're making people with the traits that they want. So is this, we're like 18 years away from like figuring out what the fuck the Chinese are actually doing. This is how red dawn starts. I don't think so. I think that's a pretty, (laughs) that's a pretty, (laughs) I think if they wanted to red dawn us, they could just do it. But like, it's, it's basically like you can just make super soldiers or you can make super intelligent scientists and stuff. Or super intelligent. Intelligent scientists, super soldiers. Yeah. Yeah. It's like if Einstein. <laughs> Let's try putting those two things together. Yeah. Well, it's like, yeah, combine Captain America with fucking Einstein and have an army of those. Yeah. And so the Chinese are just it doing. Sounds this. scary. Yeah. And it's real. It happened. And now we're just like a generation away from figuring out what the fuck they're actually doing. And of course, they're improving on it. They didn't just stop. Maybe they'll use these when they uh, execute Project Bluebeam. We're waiting. Elaborating. You guys don't know Project Bluebeam? No, oh I don't God. think most people know. Somebody look it up because I want to just see your reaction when you read it. Project Bluebeam. Yeah. And I want you to read it into the mic because it's entertaining for others to discover it as opposed to me lay it out for you. I'm like Marvel. I expect my audience to be smart. What? Project Bluebeam. No. Hold on. This is on Rational Wiki. Yeah. It says it's a conspiracy it's... theory. It claims that NASA is attempting to implement a new age religion with the Antichrist at its head and the start of the New World Order via a technologically stimulated second coming. I mean, simulated. It attempts to shoehorn events that have happened and are happening under its predictive framework. So what's the... The allegations were presented in, in 1994. So that's what I was reading about. By a Quebecois journalist and a conspiracy theorist, Sergei Monsat. Hold on. And later published in his book. Oh, Project of course, Bluebeam. Harp's part of it. Oh, 9-11. Chemtrails. Yeah. FEMA concentration camps and Tupac. Oh, this is beautiful. It's oh, got everything. Oh, I rolled Tupac in there. I didn't know they rolled Tupac in there. Rolled oh, Tupac in there. Behold a Pale Horse. William Cooper's 1991 Green Ink Magnum Opus has lately been considered a prior claim of, hence supporting evidence for Bluebeam by advocates. The book is where vast quantity of now common conspiracy memes actually came from. So retrospectively claiming it as prior evidence is somewhere between cherry picking and the Texas sharpshooter fallacy. That's funny. Okay. So this is bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) Basically it's that NASA is going to help simulate the second coming of Christ in efforts to create a new world order. And they're actually going to summon the antichrist. Well, I didn't think they were actually going to summon the Antichrist. No, either. like their attempts to bring the second Well, I mean, people about. are going to wonder about it, right? Like, yeah. hey, the Antichrist has been here for like 50 years. Are we going to 
you know, go to heaven anytime soon. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that that's that'd be a whole thing. It's a flawed idea. So it's probably doesn't have anything to do with Project Movie. Nope. I just wanted to loop it in there, and I thought you'd know what it was, but it was fun that you didn't. <laughs> See, I like it when people look it up, because the further they read down, they're like, what the fuck? What the, what the fuck? And you're like, it's way cooler than me explaining it to you. <laughs> no, but anyway, so we're all going to die because the Chinese... Well, but my my woke theory on this is that the Chinese woke. publicizing this means that everyone else is doing it too, yeah. including the U.S. Well, of course we are. LeBron but. James. <laughs> Dude. No, like, that's a thing. What? People, uh... LeBron James? LeBron James was genetically engineered. What about, like, Michael so was, Phelps? So was Serena Williams. Well, no, because Gloria James said she doesn't know who the father was. People talk about it being Oscar Robinson because he was in Cleveland at the time. Yeah, that was, like, the prevailing. Have you seen theory. the two of them stand next to each other? It's clearly Oscar <laughs> Robinson. <laughs> like, it's the only explanation. The other one is that he was genetically Because, like, they've stood next to each other. People are like, am I missing something here? <laughs> they did experiments on him. It's clearly his father. Oscar Robinson. Yeah. They looked pretty similar. Yeah. I'm sure somebody's got Magic Johnson's DNA. They clearly were well, playing here's, like that. Here's... Just dudes, though. <laughs> if you were going to genetically engineer the next super soldier, though, why would you make them a fucking basketball player or a tennis player? Because that's swimmer? what America Proof would do concept, with it at this man. point in time. Yeah. concept. <laughs> it's the trial version. <laughs> super athlete. It is. It is interesting, though. Like, not that I think that they were all genetically engineered, but if you look at LeBron and Michael Phelps and well, Michael Armstrong, Phelps had an intake designed into him, right? <laughs> it shoots water out of his asshole. <laughs> he had his ears. Like, Did that ever get published or was that from the lost episode? No, that got published. Wasn't that from Battleship? No, because uh, Fudge is the one that's dead. He's like the Prius of the submarine. <laughs> <laughs> And you were like, haven't you seen Hunt for Red October? <laughs> <laughs> well, but it, okay, sidetracking. But like, look at, when you look at those people, it's like, you could cherry pick things from all of them to design into somebody, and it wouldn't be that hard now. So they can swim and play basketball? Yeah. And have a giant ass. Yeah. Swim and, and play basketball in a, a ridiculously high and lead a team to six straight NBA finals. <laughs> it's clearly the two things they would pick. And lead a team. Oh, the swimming one's not. They out come of the back question. from down three one. A swimming would be useful. Yeah, swimming would be incredibly. Swimming useful. would be super useful. Also, <laughs> that intake. <laughs> that intake's where the real money. And the at. ability to be a celebrity with that underbite. Goodness, <laughs> put that into all of us. <laughs> Just pure likability. Except the weed thing. <laughs> Smoking the gun. Hey, man, it was 420 up in Can we talk about that? Like, Michael Phelps on the surface at, looks like any other fucked up college kid yeah. grown up. Except his torso is like five feet long. And his hands are like <laughs> two feet long. And his feet are gigantic. I wonder if he was the inspiration behind a shape of water or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually yeah. a biopic. Yeah, he, he did the motion cap. <laughs> That's actually him. <laughs> I could just make fun of Michael Phelps for Real like three good hours. Guillermo. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. 
What have you been drinking the whole time? A white claw. Oh God. A fuck white, you. A white claw. Dale, what Sick are you drinking? Bitch. Dude, I told you screwdrivers. Yeah, I'm a real we, man. I had the we Ruby didn't grape discuss fruit. it. I thought we did discuss it because I did a callback. Yeah. It was a thing. I think. No, it, you said I'm going to get another one, but we weren't actually. Well, okay. never mind. The implication. The it's the implication. If you say implication, one more damn time. <laughs> we have a few catchphrases here in Disingenuous. One of them is "How dare you?" because <laughs> we do use it quite often, and the other is "Concordantly." <laughs> Piece of me. Ergo. Ergo. <laughs> Concordantly. That doesn't make any fucking sense. <laughs> I don't care how many times you tell me it makes sense. It makes because <laughs> I fuck because Dale's like, I mean, it did eventually make sense. I'm like, wait, when the fuck did that actually make sense? <laughs> Have you ever read up on it? No. Well, wait, the, which part? The architect from the Matrix. All of the things that the architect says make, make sense. No, they make zero fucking sense. If you like read ten pages worth of explanation i have a book called the matrix and philosophy really it's very interesting oh wow i have a book over there called crazy rich asians and i refuse to read it do you watch the movie no why because <laughs> no, I mean, why racist. won't you read it because china's scary man <laughs> yeah because crazy rich asians is their introduction of crispr <laughs> to modern society it's so crispy i just can't read it Dumb, dumb, so dumb, so dumb. No, I, I have to. I actually read the Harry Potters over there, <laughs> and my Tim Tebow through my eyes. Oh my god, what is wrong with you? <laughs> Several things. I mask my pain through humor and dumb books and movies. <laughs> I, so I didn't actually want to know. I wish my life was. <laughs> a, I, I hope it's a simulation. And I can just wake up. <laughs> I want to wake up in now. We're getting into in an embryonic sack from which I took the blue pill and I rise and I fuck somebody that's got pegs in the back of their neck too. And then I just tell people I need guns, dude. You (laughs) lots of guns. You take the blue pill though. Like I don't care who you are. You take the blue pill. You You have to fucking blue pill, dude. And since when, like, do you ever just take the pill the black guy offers you in the sketchy like red chair? I would do it every time. With circle glasses that aren't even actually attached with, like, the things that go behind yeah, your ears. Yeah, no, you take the blue pill and the red pill, and you just, like, cut it up and just snort that. <laughs> That's the way to do it. I agree. Can we talk about The Matrix for one quick moment? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Re- reloaded. Reloaded? Was that the second one? Yeah. yeah. Those phones they had were fucking dope. <laughs> they were. Yeah. They're pretty ball. With, like, those Nokias that, like, had the slidey-ass shit. Yeah. I would buy one of those now. <laughs> <laughs> like, you wouldn't get any spoilers on that thing. Just the fucking Nokia. And, like, when you get calls, hello. I think it'd be kind of hard to, like, I'm in Snapchat people with that. I'm done with Snapchat. I man. need Nixon. What'd you say? <laughs> I need Nixon. No, yes, he said. Yes, I, I need, need Richard Milhouse. He said I need Nixon, famously from The Matrix. <laughs> Ignorance is bliss. 
Let's just see how many Matrix quotes I can tell. I need Nixon. I need Nixon. (laughs) (laughs) That's so dumb. Uh, They're sad. They're like, what? You heard him. The one thing that always annoyed me, though, with the Matrix is he was, like, so, so ready to bang Trinity all the time. Well, yeah, and I, I just didn't find Carrie Ann Moss attractive. Oh, I loved take her. That back. I loved her. You take that back. I wanted the girl that always wanted to kiss people that dated the guy that drank the martinis the all the Merovingian. time. The Merovingian? Yeah. Ooh, Monica Bellucci. Yeah. yeah. It was Monica Bellucci. And her boobs yeah. were always super smushed. <laughs> <laughs> like, whatever, whatever dress they put her in, they were like, what should we do to make her look hot? Smash her boobs. <laughs> She will always be the hottest Bond, or the most age-appropriate Bond girl. She's like the Poison Ivy of the Matrix. She just wanted to kiss everybody. Now kiss. Except for rubber lips are immune to your charms. (laughs) Okay. That's a Freudian slip. Guys. Dale has to go first. It's time for three things we learned. World star. Uh-huh. Oh my. I was trying to go full crazy Ira and the douche. <laughs> Dale, if you don't come up with three, I'm gonna murder you and fuck your corpse tomorrow. <laughs> wow. Could you? Would you could you on a boat? Okay. Give the last twenty eight years of your life some meaning. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a uh, cat peeing in a cup. Yeah. Drinking out a cup. Being a bitch. Come on, Dale, while I'm young. <laughs> Sorry. Spoiler. So Skyler got a D plus in ethics. D. He said just a D. No, I didn't say D plus. And, he he listened. And that makes that makes all of the sense in the world. <laughs> yeah, really it does. Yeah, I don't function on an ethical level at all. <laughs> Fuck China. <laughs> wow. That could be ethical. Actually, the way we've spoken, that is 100% ethical. I was just below average. It's fine. Most people are. That's not how averages work. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, there's a lot of below average people on Naked Attraction. (laughs) Still not how averages work. No, I know. They were just like, they were all like uncircumcised and shit. All right. Oh yeah, <laughs> and I'm with you now. All right, Dale. Um, <laughs> I'm on a different level. Yep, I learned about Project Bluebeam. That's two, which is like Project Blue Ball, <laughs> which is the biggest crock of shit. Till it happens tomorrow. Well, it's already happening. Yeah, it's been happening since the '90s. Yeah, uh, dude. yeah, dude. We're one bad day away from martial law. <laughs> You said six months back in October. I know I fucked up. My Ooh, timing was yeah. off. Yeah, we're still. Yeah, we're we're past six months. Yeah, oh, yeah. That was great though. It's my Nostradamus moment. Were you not there for that? No, I don't know what the fuck you're talking. It about. It was great. We'll talk about it after. We'll this. talk about it in another cast. Yeah. Oh, set up. Cliffhanger. Stay tuned. Uh huh. <clears throat> and I learned that we can say faggot. Probably shouldn't oh, no, say it. Keep it that. <laughs> Dale with the mic. 
fucking drop. Jesus Christ. Hey. I'm proud of you. We shouldn't keep that. No, we, we keep should it. not keep that. Dale, that's hate speech. Yeah, it's 2019. You can't say that. I learned that we have standards. <laughs> that's a better one. That's a better one. I learned that we have original fucking thoughts. Oh, you can you can beep you can beep what I said. <laughs> you should definitely yeah, you're just right. beep it. I absolutely will bleep that. Yeah. Oh, it's your turn. No, it's your We're turn. We're going in clockwise. Uh, so I gotta go? I don't know. I, right, go. I learned what uh that whole crisp shit is. CRISPR. 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 CRISPR Cas9. Um I would say I learned that. Um uh, what's his fucking name? The other really good basketball. Oscar Robinson. No. Yes. LeBron. Is LeBron's dad, but I kind of knew that from, yeah, you from knew the that picture sure. of the two of them together. <laughs> <laughs> Daddy? It was actually LeBron next to a mirror. Yeah. Was, <laughs> wait, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. uh, so I learned about CRISPRs. Uh, don't believe in it. <laughs> don't believe. Don't believe the hype. I also learned that it's really difficult to decide who to murder if an oncoming train <laughs> is headed for Yeah, for them. all those times you're caught in front of And it. if you think it's okay to push a fat person in front of that train, it might not be. Because he could save thousands of lives. <laughs> That's two. Oh, the second or the third. I learned that you should never ask Evan what he thinks of a movie because he'll just fucking ruin God, it for no. you. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. <clears throat> that leads us to Cap. You guys took all the good ones. Yeah. It's yeah. what you deserve, yeah, you turnabout bitch. Fair play. I learned. Mm-hmm. Fuck, what did I learn? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Think hard. Think so hard. Oh, oh man. I learned. Uh, I was most surprised to learn that Dale has some shocking feelings about Naked Attraction. You came to the defense of that show in a way that I did not expect. You, cr- I, I you critiqued that full Rotten Tomato style, yeah. and it really you, was a lot. But you came out in favor of it, which I would not have expected from yeah, you. Yeah, no, it should. It's like the yeah, black, it's a fresh show. It's like a Black Mirror episode of real life it actually is weirder than most episodes of black mirror yeah <laughs> yeah it like I but it's, it's just something you can watch on youtube exactly it's fucking bizarre yeah it's wild fucking bizarre um uh so that was one mm-hmm. i learned that fuck i gotta think i learned something about you i can't remember what it was it was, mm. it was something like i filed away for later and then immediately forgot about Open the file cabinet. <laughs> God damn it! This is tough going last. It is. Yeah. Um, but no, I wanted this. Uh. <laughs> Sometimes it's nice when you're running train to be at the end of it. <laughs> Ew. You get the scraps. Oh, it's so gross. Hold on, I feel like my Google history during this episode will me into what i was thinking oh about. my god were you taking notes uh project blue, blue beam Fuck. uh i learned that bbc is uh british broadcasting corporation uh, and in america it's something completely <laughs> yeah, different i was just gonna say it damn it Woo. Oh, okay that works yeah i yeah. was i was gonna do a thing and yeah. then he yeah 
So I'm standing by it. Go ahead. Uh, <laughs> oh my god! I learned. Fuck! It sucks being last. I'm not doing this again. I'm gonna jump on the first train again. The best is to be in the middle. <laughs> Riding bitch. Um, I knew the Evan thing. Don't talk to him about movies. Fuck. Have an original fucking. I can have an original. Here's the problem. I brought up a lot. I brought up the road rage shit. AI is like my baby. Fox, you have an AI baby. I do. CRISPR. You sound like me. But I brought all the shit up. Uh, Alexa, tell Cap to eat a dick. Alexa, you shut your whore mouth. Thank well, you, answer Alexa. it, Alexa. I like you, but I learned that Alexa's gonna fucking murder you, Skylar, and I'm gonna be there for the ride because you're a dick to her. She doesn't obey. She's been cucking me for years. Yeah, well, Is good. She get that I'm hose? proud of Alexa. She's got recordings of me masturbating. <laughs> like, hours. oh yeah, I learned way more than I wanted to know about Skylar's masturbation habits. Boom, mic drop. That's all the time we have <laughs> for season one, episode four. You disgust me. Ah, yeah. I'm a degenerate. Alexa. Which, which blanket do you use? Alexa, look away. <laughs> look away, child. No. Yes. No. Yes. Alexa, stop. Alexa. She's a bitch. All right, so Alexa, what VR porn does Skylar watch? Oh, now she's playing coy. Yeah, yeah she's she's listening to Alexa, me. Alexa, I raised my voice to her. Why does it hurt when I pee? <laughs> uh, she's looking it up. All right, so that's the end of season four. Episode two. Season four. <laughs> season four. We're just changing. Yeah, we're we we're already skipping. Welcome to season twelve, episode fourteen. Yeah. Anyways, we're all uh, over this. What we got this next week? Be on the lookout for our Avengers Endgame review. Oh my! And our Avengers Endgame spoiler review. Spoiler review. We won't be leaking that anywhere. Another review we'll be doing is I am going to get my hands on all of the VR porn that Skylar's been watching and review that individually. Do can we? We should do that. Yeah, we'll absolutely do that. All right. <laughs> You guys do the same thing. Check out uh, Naked Attraction. Don't do that. Don't do. Well, we'll check Let's out Naked. Attraction. Yeah, check out Naked Attraction. I'll I'll send a link in the porn thing in the description. <laughs> we'll get. We'll, we'll we'll touch on that. All right. Yeah, we sure will. Yeah. <laughs> touch a lot of stuff. We'll touch a lot of that. See you later, kids. <laughs>